0: Hello, everyone. This is Tim Finan, host of Inside Milford. This week, we have a special episode of Inside Milford. Town clerk Joan Darjee and I sat down to review the open positions for the upcoming March election and to go over some of the important dates for anyone who is interested in running for office. I hope you enjoy this episode, and here we go. (laughs) Welcome to a special edition of Inside Milford. My name is Tim Finan. I will be your host. And we are sitting here once again with town clerk Joan Darjee. The reason we're getting together today is we are, we are going to go over the open positions, the, the town and school positions that are open for the upcoming town election in March. Uh, the point of this is not, we're not going to go into detail on these positions, but hopefully we can give a one or two sentence description of what the position is, uh, give you an idea of, you know, maybe what the commitment is. Uh, No, no commitment on our part. If, if, if someone out there wants to run for position, they should contact um, uh, somebody in that, on that board uh, for details. Okay. So, so Joan, so why don't we start with the board of selectmen?
1: Okay. Do you also want to talk about the time period of filing and uh, and the last day to register to vote to be able to file? Yes.
0: Not so, why don't we do that? One. That's a, that's a good point. Why don't I start? I, I will just quickly read the positions that are open, and then we'll go into afterwards. We'll go into detail on what they are, and then you can talk, talk about the dates. So the open positions for uh, for March of twenty twenty, March tenth is the election, I believe. Is that right, Joan? Yes. Or is it the eleventh? March tenth. Uh, For the Board of Selectmen, there are two open seats, uh, a three-year term each. The cemetery trustees, there is one open seat, a three-year term. Uh, Supervisor of the checklist, there is one seat, that is a six-year term. Town moderator, one seat, that's a two-year term. Trustee of the library, there are two three-year terms and one two-year term that are currently open. Trustees of the trust fund, there is one three-year term. Water and Sewer Commissioners: There is one three-year term. School Board: There are school board. There are two three-year terms open. School District Treasurer: There is one one seat. Is that a two-year term, Joan? Do you know? The treasurer. Treasurer.
1: Two-year term.
0: Two-year term. Uh, school District School District Clerk: There is one. Um, position open again that's a two-year term and the school district moderator also a two-year term there's one seat open and so what are the dates you were just talking about
1: so the last date if you're not reg- you have to be a registered voter on the checklist in order to run for an office so the last date to register to vote to get on the checklist in order to run is Tuesday January 21st and that's when the checklist supervisors will be meeting that night to approve the checklist uh, then the first day to actually register to run for any of these positions is Wednesday, January 22nd. And we um, take filings for the candidates for 10 days. So the last day to file as a candidate for one of the positions is Friday, January 31st. And, and you can file for any of these positions in the town clerk's office. Um, as the town clerk, I'm also the deputy school clerk. So if you can't reach the school clerk to file, you can come into town hall and file um, for to be a candidate for one of the school positions. As okay, well.
0: so that's the process for schools. the The process is to contact the school, school clerk, clerk. Right. but the school clerk doesn't have an office. Right. So you'd have to call, and her her right. phone number is on the website.
1: Yep, it's on the website, and usually there's a, a posting in the newspaper for the um, the filing dates and her and the and they'll usually list when the school clerks available and what their phone number is to get in touch with them. And cuz I I had been the school clerk for a number of years and I would just have people call me and then meet up with them somewhere to to take their their But route. to
0: your previous point, you can Do sign them up here at a town yeah. hall. So that's 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 the easiest answer to just come And then on off.
1: the last day, um, January 31st, we are required by law to be open from 3 to 5 to take any final uh, candidates filings
0: so you'll so normally you close it 4 so you'll be open until five five
1: o'clock on that on the
0: 31st and that and that five o'clock is a drop dead date time that is, right? so if someone yeah. shows up at 505 you can't right. you're out of luck right okay all right good uh so why don't we just quickly go through the positions um board of selectmen as we said there's two seats open three-year terms each uh, why don't I will read I've got here I got from their, their website. Uh, the mission of the board of, the mission of the Milford board of selectmen the mission of the Milford board of selectmen is to act on behalf of the Milford residents to set the policies and principles for the management of the business and affairs of the town to oversee the health safety welfare and other services provided by the Milford municipal departments and ensure that those services are administered efficiently responsibly and cost effectively with mutual courtesy and respect and to protect the town's interests and to protect the interests of the taxpayers. So basically the selectmen oversee the running of the town hall, of the town. Um, They do not, they're responsible for everything in the town except, and correct me because Joan's husband, Paul, is a a sitting selectman, um, with the exception of the library and the water and sewer. Is that the only things that they within the town side that they are not responsible for? Um,
1: and then the trust funds,
0: and then the, the trust and the trust funds. Right. So I guess from that. Pres-
1: oh, and recreation.
0: Well, but the rec-
1: recreation has their own. But that's just a rec- financial commission. thing. They have right. their
0: own rec commission, but right. but the, the rec- direct still right. does report to the selectmen. Right. Okay. Oh, that's true. Uh, so okay, so we have two, we have the two seats. They generally meet once. I'm sorry, twice a month. If there's five Mondays in a month, they will meet that fifth Monday with a forum, an open public forum. And that's about it.
1: And everything's posted. All mm-hmm. the meetings are posted ahead of time. So you'll know if there's going to be a, a fifth Monday or not. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'll just say just from I've past experience, I used to be a stockman. It's, it's a great uh, opportunity to learn the hard way how everything works in town. Okay, so the next position is the trustee of the trust funds. Joan, you are a trustee, so can you just briefly talk about what the responsibilities are?
1: So basically, over many, a period of many years, um, people have left money to the town. So they so that money is in, in a trust fund. It's managed um, right now by a group at Citizens Bank who invests that money. And each of them have um, requirements. Each of the trust funds have requirements that... Say whether you can spend the principal or interest only, and so when anybody wants to spend money out of one of those funds, they approach the trustees of the trust fund for approval, and then uh, we there's three of us, we vote on it, and um, if it's approved, then that that money will get spent.
0: Do outside parties request disbursements from that fund, or is it all they, they do? Don't? Yeah, okay.
1: outside parties do. Um, for example, uh, we've had requests for Osgood Pond. We've had requests for um, uh, the Permatet um, property for recreation at one point. Um, the school, the O'Connell Fund, is a big fund for the school. So, like, the awards for the Kaylee Speaking and things, the, the money to pay for the trophies comes out of that fund. And, and those funds are uh, principal only is mm-hmm. what can be spent, for example. So, there's okay. different monies out there available for different projects. And and each of those funds has specific requirements on what they can be spent
0: on. Okay. And it's, it's the trustees' responsibilities to make sure that those... That
1: they're meeting the requirements. Yep.
0: And how often do you typically meet? Once a month. Once a month. Yep. Okay. And there's one open seat, and it is a three-year term. Correct. Okay. Next is the cemetery trustees. That's also... There's one seat and a three-year term. Um, I contacted one of the current trustees for a brief description of what a cemetery trustee does and the responses that I got include the following. They are responsible for creating the rules and regulations for all five cemeteries in town. I didn't realize there were actually five cemeteries till I looked into this. They're responsible for dispersing funds that are acquired from the sale of cemetery lots. These funds can be used for maintenance of the cemetery, can only be used for the maintenance of the cemetery, which would include equipment, which is used to maintain it. They make decisions regarding issues that come up, i.e. complaints, and they would advise the cemetery foreman, who is a DPW um, employee, on how to proceed with these. So basically they're responsible for that.
1: And the, the cemetery funds also get a second look by the trustees of the trust fund. Okay.
0: Okay. So, so, so you, whatever
1: they've approved end up, ends up coming to us.
0: right? And th- those monies primarily, there's a term for it. It's like the, the uh, I don't remember, there's, there's a term for perpetual care. Perpetual care. Perpetual care. care. Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Yep. Um, and, and they generally come from the sale of the cemeteries. But it's the DPW that actually does the maintenance of the of the cemeteries. They cut the lawn. So the, so the cemetery trustees don't quote the word lawn always if that's what you're concerned with. Hmm. All right, so the next position that's open is a library trustee. Once again, I contacted one of the library trustees for a description of what they do, and you could listen to episode 16 of Granite Down Media if you would like more details. Um, But the trustees, the duties include but are not limited to, they select, hire, and evaluate the library director and arbitrate internal personnel issues. They determine with the director policies to meet community needs and to govern the operation of the library. They obtain sufficient funding from the town for the operation of the library. So the library is funded through the town. There's a line item in the town budget, but that money is transferred to the trustees and they have responsibility for expending those funds. They advocate and promote the development and improvement of library services. They serve as a connecting link between the library and the community, interpreting the one to the other. They determine with the director service priority for the annual budgets and long-range goals and objectives. And finally, they expend all monies raised and appropriated for the support of the library and render accounts and reports as required. One other thing that's important this year is – They're proposing on the ballot in addition to the library and it's the trustees that's their project so anyone who is interested in that sort of thing you you should consider possibly running for these one of these positions because if that passes the i suspect that will be their primary um work over the next year or so
1: and then one thing to note on the library trustees there's three there are three positions open because one person resigned last this past year, um, and that's why there's a one open one position open for two years is to fill in that.
0: Right, so there's w- there's one two-year position and two three-year positions, which is the normal term. And I believe they also meet once a month. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they meet once a month. Okay, the town moderator, uh, that's a two-year term. Joan, you know, being the town clerk, you work with the town ma- moderator a lot. Just briefly... Describe what the moderator does?
1: Well, the first thing they do, well, they manage and run the deliberative session, which is very important for everybody attend this year. It's going to be February 1st, Saturday. We have quite a few warrant articles, so it will probably be, be a long day. Pack your uh, picnic. Um, well, don't pack your lunch. I was going to say. The- <laughs> Dallas for Scholars <laughs> provides lunch and dinner if necessary. Do to, not um, pack your lunch. Right. Uh, and then the moderator also is responsible to tr- um, gathered together they actually um, pulled together the budget committee as well as um, uh, they pulled together all the workers for the elections
0: right um, so the so statutorily the moderator is responsible for town meeting technically right. which which is a deliberative session in this town and the um the town moderator because we'll talk about the school moderator in a second the town moderator is responsible for the actual um polling place right for the, getting the workers and the town budget committee as you said and as we said this is a two-year term and there's one seat that's open for that next is the supervisor of the checklist uh, a, there's one six-year term that's open the checklist supervisors i will talk about this because i happen to be a checklist supervisor uh, the supervisors there are three supervisors in town we are responsible for all voter registrations so you even though you can come to town hall to the town clerk's office at any time and register to vote, it's the town. It's the supervisors of the checklist that actually formally approve all changes to the checklist, and we maintain the online database. There's a uh, the state has a voter database, and and we will once we approve changes, additions, deletions, et cetera, we will uh, add them to the database, and we also will work. Uh, poll workers, the three of us, will all work most of the day at the at each election registering new voters. And that is, as I said, that's, a one, that's one seat for six years. You often get the question, why in the world is it a six-year term? Although I don't know this for a fact, anecdotally I've been told that the reason it's six years is because the state wants all supervisors to have the experience of a presidential election. And making it six years – Guarantees that you're gonna you're gonna at least go through one presidential election, which is a uh, an experience as you know, Joan. Okay, so that's the checklist, supervisor. Next is the water water and sewer commissioners. There's one open seat. That's a three year term. There are three. That, um, that's a board of of three. And one of those seats is open, as I said, a three-year term. Uh, the the water and sewer commissioners, basically, they oversee the, the water and wastewater systems in the town of Milford. As we spoke earlier, this is one area that the selectmen do not have authority over. The uh, water and sewer commissioners, they maintain their own budgets, their separate budgets for water and wastewater. And they're the ones that decide what projects get done what projects don't get done. And they are the ones that propose warrant articles uh, concerning water and sewer on the ballot. They also have a director down there that report directly to them. So as I said, there's three of those, one open seat. I believe they meet twice a month. I'm not sure. Do you know, know anything more about that? I
1: do
0: not. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure they meet twice a month. And you can watch all of these on Granite Town Media, by the way. Okay, so next would be the school. So those are all the town side. The school, on the school side, uh, start with the school board. You want to talk about the school board? What's the responsibilities of the school board?
1: They meet once a month, and they're responsible for hiring the superintendent as well as um, managing the, the budget for the uh, for the school.
0: So you said they meet once a month. That that oh, very. I know they it just, just
1: uh, it, they just passed a policy that they're once a month. But I did see. But since I've then, two this month they've met twice.
0: Right. Yeah. So they they normally meet. I say normally prior to this last change, they had made met twice, twice. a month. Then they passed a, a new policy that said they would meet only once yeah. once a month. But in fact, since then, and I suspect it's just because it's budget season, they've been meeting every week. Yeah. So they they met last night and they met last week. Um, but anyway, but as yeah. it so they they uh, basically overrun. They're the selectmen on the school side, right? That's the, the idea. And it's a five uh five-member board, and two seats are open. Both are three-year terms. Uh, school district treasurer. That's also open. One seat, it's a two-year term. Um I asked the current school district treasurer to give me a a rundown on what the responsibilities are. So I'll just read that. The treasurer is the custodian and is responsible for the management of all school funds. The treasurer will reconcile bank accounts monthly to both the bank statements and to the general ledger accounts. The treasurer will prepare monthly treasury reports for the school board review and acceptance. They are responsible for the prudent investment of school funds in accordance to New Hampshire in accordance with New Hampshire statutes. They, count, they countersign all general obligation bond documents and track revenue sources and expenditures for preparation of the annual treasurer's report within the school annual report. So those are the uh, responsibilities of the treasurer. Sounds like you need to have financial background to be that, as it sounds like. Next is the district clerk. I will let you take that because that, that used to be you.
1: So the clerk is is responsible for preparing the ballot, taking the minutes at the um, deliberative session, and um, verifying any petitions that come in that the people are registered to vote. And also the main role of the school district clerk is um, taking the candidates' um, filings and getting them on the ballot.
0: Okay. Okay. And that's there's one position, and that's also two year Jesus. term. Two year term, you said. Okay. And finally, the last position that we have that's open is the school district moderator, which is there's one position, and that's a two year term. Uh, that's just like the town moderator. In fact, a lot of time, it's the same person holds both. Currently, the same person holds both positions. Um, but as Jones said previously, the moderators use the the school district moderator is responsible for running the school deliberative session and for appointing the school budget advisory committee. The school district moderator does not have a role in the um, running of the polls. That's the town moderator.
1: Although I have learned recently that in some towns, the school runs their own election. They have two two separate elections. Oh, and, in which case the
0: school district, which, which yeah. is interesting because what would happen, now we're just musing yeah, but if, if the school had to call a special Meeting. I think they did a few years ago, but we piggybacked with an with existing the town. Uh,
1: we had to do an ele- a special election for the town as well, so we piggybacked them and they went but, together. But
0: if if they h- called their own election, I suspect
1: the, the school, school moderator,
0: moderator would run that. that.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: All right. So that's all the open positions. I think we covered them all. Uh To wrap up, I'm just going to go over the them quickly once again. Uh, as a summary. So the open positions for 2020, Board of Selectmen, two open seats, three-year term. The Cemetery Trustees, one open seat, a three-year term. Supervisor of the Checklist, one open seat, a six-year term. Town Moderator, one open seat, a two-year term. Trustees of the Library, there are three open seats, two three-year terms, and one two-year term. Trustees of the Trusts Fund, there is one open seat three-year term and the wastewater the water and wastewater commissioners one open seat three-year term that's the town side on the school side we have two board of uh, school board positions uh, both are three-year terms we have the school district treasurer which is a one one position two-year term school district clerk one position two-year term and the school district moderator one position two-year term and once again, do you want to just go over those dates?
1: For the filing, um, you can file to be a candidate um, starting Wednesday, January 22nd. That's the first day to file. Um, if you are not registered to vote, you want to make sure you're res- registered to vote by Jan- Tuesday, January 21st. And the last day to file is Friday, January 31st, and we will be open from 3 to 5, however that – it just means we'll be open till five eight a m. to five p m. that day to take um, filings for candidates,
0: okay. And the deli- and the deliberative session is it's when?
1: February first. Saturday, February first.
0: here in town hall, in the auditorium upstairs at town hall. That's great. And the election is
1: February, oh, sorry, March tenth. not the not the primary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was giving you the don't forget the February eleventh is Tuesday the is the primary. Um, But the town election is Tuesday, March 10th, uh, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. at the middle school.
0: All right, good. So that covers everything, right, Joan? We didn't miss anything? Nope. Nothing. All right, well, thank you. I appreciate it. This didn't didn't take too long. Thank you again for listening. The music for today's episode was written and performed by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or most popular podcasting platforms. And we invite you to join us again for another episode of Inside Milford.